Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 39 of the Steam Deck Podcast, Flip Screen Games, a weekly podcast all about Valve's portable PC powerhouse, the Steam Deck. I'm your host this week, Stephen Radford, joined as always by my very good friend and co-host, who's suited and booted, Mr. Max Wright. Oh, hi, hi, Steve. Um, there's a bit of a serious air about the beginning of this podcast. Um, what's that? What's happened? I was aw- I went away for a week, and I come back, and like some something grave has happened. Chaos has taken over, and uh, Pete and I were acting up a little bit last week, and you know we've had a few complaints. And um, I just I prepared a statement that I just want to read at the start of this episode, okay. just to um, just sort of make amends by way of an apology, really. Um, so yeah, unfortunately Pete isn't here, but um, I'll, I'll do it for both of us. Um, so yeah, I'm just gonna uh, look to camera one. Um, on behalf of myself, Pete, and the whole of the Steam Deck podcast team. I'd like to issue a formal apology to Steve and all the listeners for some of the comments uh, that were made at the beginning of last week's show. Pete and I were wrong to refer to ourselves as the real technical experts, as in reality this entire show is written by ChatGPT. Uh, even this statement was half-assed by a computer, and it was heinous and unfair of us to mock Steve's inability to understand simple technological terms and concepts, and I'm legally obliged to admit that he does know how to turn the Steam Deck on and off. Uh, he also knows how to control the volume, and he can nearly reach all of the buttons. Um, we regret referring to him as the face of the show and we feel deep remorse for saying that he's cute. He's not just a piece of meat and I'm sure that he has lots to give as a person. However, he is very cute. Um, I've got face for radio. Face for radio. I'm going to have to apologise again next week. You've got voice for radio as well, Steve. Oh, thank Uh, you. Not that I was agreeing with that. More more of this next week's statement is going to be even longer. Um, Steve is our friend and we'll continue to support his growth and do our best to make him feel like our peer even when he makes it difficult for us. Some of us are 30 years old, not me, and therefore should not be behaving like children by bullying someone who's just enjoying a nice week off. I think we felt safe making those comments because Steve wasn't there to defend himself, making himself fair game in our eyes. Um, and I would never say it to his face, but I greatly respect Steve and all that he does, uh, even though I, I would never also say it on this podcast behind his back. I've taken the time to reflect on my words, my actions, and my entire beings. And Steve has taken himself to Disneyland, where I'm sure he's having a terrible time, as he's racked with guilt for all the things... You mean Pete's gone to Disneyland? I'm not in Disneyland, sadly. Sorry, Pete. I meant Pete. Sorry, yeah. Um, I would hope that Steve and all of you at home can accept this apology, and we promise to do better in future. Kind regards, the Flip Screen Games is number one tastemaker, Max Wright. I think we may have to strip Um, that that title from uh, you. I'd be willing to lose it just to just to save face. Um, hopefully, we have this week. We have some comments that are less critical, and I think it's fair criticism. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to get that out of the way, and uh, yeah, I hope you can all forgive us, and hopefully, we can move forward from this and grow and become yeah. closer friends, uh, even after it, Steve. So, um, do you accept the apology? Yeah, it's fine. You know, I I I I can accept it. I'm I'm. Technically Good. useless. I also use ChatGPT for for everything, so it's fine. Good. Don't worry about okay. it. It's I nice. ask I ask nice Bing can... questions. You know, I don't even ask Bing. I ask Jeeves. Ooh. I type in Ask Jeeves, Ooh. and he comes back and he tells me what to do. Yeah, takes about half an hour to get the answer. It does. So, yeah, it really yeah. does. Very very long yeah. time. Well, Steve, I'm I'm glad that we can all be the bigger men in this situation, um, and yeah. I hope that Pete and I use our comedy for good in future and not for evil. Um, Please, that so, would be, yeah, that would be great. The, we can get on. We can get on with the rest of the show now. Let me just strip off. Um, <laughs> While you're stripping you off, 
I'm going to read this question from the question yeah. box, which comes from one of our Patreon producers, cool. my dad, Andy Rad. Yeah. And he yeah. says, with the Asus ROG Ally now available for pre-order, are any of you tempted to buy one? And do you think this will take sales away from the Steam Deck? Or will it be the case, to paraphrase Phil Spencer, that no one is throwing away their Steam Deck to buy an ROG Ally? Now, of course, this week we got the reviews of the ROG Ally. People have units. They're out in the wild. There are press events happening today, if you're listening to this on Friday. Um, and th- th- we know pricing. We know now that it is well under $1,000. The Z1 model comes in at $599, and the Z1 Extreme comes in at $699. Reviews seem really mixed. I don't know if you've had a look at any of these, Max, but um, everyone's only got the I've Z1 Extreme to test. Of course. Why? Yeah. Why would they give the uh, the weaker model out for for like a bit? Like it makes me worried that if they, the reviews are mixed, I've only really seen sort of IGNs, and I know you sort of give me some some choice quotes from some of them. Um, if they're reviewing the, the top end model, that I wonder what that sort of lower model looks like, and if if it's by being five ninety nine, which I, I think that's still more than the steam deck costs right so it's around dollars i think it's around the same price as the top end model um of the steam deck yeah the 512 gigabyte model then i think it's a hard sell yeah then i think that's a hard sell um personally um and i don't think i don't think i'm tempted to buy one i think i'm excited for the prospect of what this means for future not just rog products but products products in the same line and the same style but I don't think I don't think specifically this RDL I guess me and we've said before it's fuck ugly, um, and it looks uncomfortable and the D pad looks like shit. Um, I think so I think for me that's, that's my that's yeah. my balanced opinion. Yeah, I kind of, I get, I think I kind of agree with you. There's a lot here to like, and the reviews said there's a lot mm-hmm. to like. Right, they love the variable refresh rate screen and the quiet fan and all of that stuff. It seems like the issue is battery life, which we kind of figured would be an issue. It's got the same or similar size battery pack to in terms of uh, amp hours the, to the, the Steam Deck. Um, and yet, it's more powerful. The TDP is higher. You can yep. run this at double the, double the power. And if you do that, you get less than an hour battery life playing something, some of these games really? on, on the Steam Deck. So if you're playing something like Elden Ring and you want to play that medium settings in um, turbo mode, um, they've got that on uh, the The Verge has a great um, breakdown and, and rough idea of the performance. And I'll post a link to that down in the description. So they've got Elden Ring running on the Steam Deck at 25 frames per second, 720p at medium settings. It'll run at 30 on on the ROG Ally in performance mode at 720p medium. So you kind of get that little bit of a boost already. You can run it in turbo mode or turbo mode while plugged in, and you'll get to run it at 1080p at 33 frames per second, and that's on low settings. So there's a bunch of... um, They've also got a. They've also did a bunch of testing on the wattage and what games. If you put it on auto TDP pull, The Last of Us Part One, for example, in turbo mode, will pull up to fifty watts. And yet, The Verge said it still was a blurry mess, um, and that they right. they said it was not really. It, they, the game still dipped below thirty FPS as soon as a single enemy uh, got close. Um, which was a real so shame. So, do you think that's more to do with the the system power, or just the the? the that's game that's to do not... with the game. It's it's complete mess. All right, okay. I think really the, the the biggest 
drawbacks people have, have um, highlighted are Windows. When we knew Windows on these handheld devices isn't the best experience as as is. It's kind of built mm-hmm. for tablets and not necessarily for these, or, or built for even computers. It's not necessarily built for these these handheld gaming devices. And ROG has their own software layer on top, uh, but The Verge found that that crashed um, and was oh, really? like it had major UI glitches. Um, they also found that the I'm face buttons now. Sorry, sorry, carry on. Uh, 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 sorry, I'll, I'll get to mine. They also felt that the face buttons um, stuck quite regularly. weren't a massive fan of the, the D pad. Shocking. Uh, but that could just face be these. That could just be these early button. pre-release review units, and that when it comes to yeah. production, that the the face buttons are, are fixed and these glitches are fixed. Um, You'd hope so. There's also still a lot. Why would you? Why would you send those units out with sticky face buttons? Unless you were planning on fixing it, because surely you're sending it out to die. You're just you're giving a product yeah. that doesn't work intentionally, and you know it could be down to testing. Like, and like it, you could, say, it, it could have just been that product. one unit because um, IGN yeah. were a lot more favourable on it. They gave it eight out of ten rather than five out of ten that the the Verge gave it, and they saw it as a real um, Steam Deck competitor. The Verge's mm-hmm. choice quote was um, close, but no Steam Deck. Whereas uh, IGN were a, a lot more. Um, a lot hotter on it, and they they really loved the the Z1 chip inside, and they said the ROG Ally truly feels like a portable Xbox Game Pass machine that many people have been clamoring for. While a frustrating user experience, poor battery life, and lack of Steam Deck style touchpad uh, touchpads do hold it back, it's undeniable how much fun this handheld is to use when it really gets ticking. With a beautiful 1080p screen that's marvelously bright and perfect for playing on the go in any condition, alongside its powerful set of specs and a fierce price tag. The ROG Ally might be the Steam Deck competitor we've been anticipating. And I think I kind of agree with you, Max, that this is the first device we've seen with a Z1 or a Z1 Extreme in. The pricing's great. Um, It's $599 for the 256GB model. It's $699 for the uh, 512GB model with the Z1 Extreme in, uh, which is going to launch on June 13th. And it's $699 or £699, so you kind of um, do the math there. I know it's the sales tax thing, and it always is. Um, The pricing in the US doesn't usually include sales tax. It does elsewhere in the world, so we get that 20% increase um, built in before anyone complains because i know everyone does um i i think for me this isn't enough to get me to buy i thought it was going to be the i think i want to wait for another device that has those touchpads that is nicer looking that potentially has a better user interface on top of windows rather than the the asus rog space or whatever they call it yeah i'm looking at this screenshot here or the picture of the device uh, with the, I've seen a picture of it running the uh, ROG software, which looks fine. looks pretty basic. It's just a launcher, really, from from what it seems like. You, some, you can change some settings. You can access your games. You can open things like Steam. That's the big thing that I'm it adds, another picture, by the way. Yeah. Um, it's not necessarily the launcher is the big thing. It's the, the ROG command center. And that's very similar to the performance tab on the Steam Deck, where you can go in and you can change your TDP. You can set the resolution of the screen. You can set frame rate limitation. Do all of that good mm-hmm. stuff in there. Um, so the command center is really the the big thing that you get uh, that is kind of the, the special source that Asus has added. Well, I'm sure all that's great, but I'm looking at the other screenshot, which is just 
Windows 11. It's just Windows 11. It's got a, an ROG background wallpaper, recycle bin still in the top left-hand corner, uh, a folder on there, and then just like the standard Windows 11 bar on the bottom. Because that's right? what it is, and that's what you boot now, into. You boot yeah. into Windows 11. Yeah. Which I think is... I think is... While it's familiar and... Um, it, it means that you don't have to do as much tinkering and you don't have to what make these games work. They will just work because if they run on Windows. I do I do think that you are taking away some of that console feeling that the Steam Deck has when you boot into it and it feels like it. While there is a, the, the PC mode that's probably more easy to control because of the um, because of the thumbs, uh, the, sorry, the touchpads and all those things like that uh, and all the connection options you have with like wireless mouse and keyboard. Honestly, and like those that. those touchpads, because um, I've been running Windows on, on my Steam Deck um, um, pr- pretty regularly for the last couple of weeks since I started uh, talking about it and I've got a bit of an update that I might we might get onto uh, later in the episode if we've got time. If not, I'll talk about that next week. Um, and those touchpads, man... They are game-changing when it comes to navigating around the operating system. Yeah, you can use your finger. Windows is not set up for touch on these smaller screens. It just is not. And you need to be able to navigate it with a mouse. And you can navigate Windows on the Steam Deck with the right thumbstick. But it's not precise. Okay. And I can't imagine how precise it's going to be on the ROG Ally either. Yeah. I've said this before. It's like trying to snipe on a controller without like a an aim assist versus trying to snipe on a mouse and keyboard where you point, you click, you know where you want to go, right? Your thumb goes there, you hover over it, you push down. On a stick, you know, you're you're trying to first of all get it there and then you've got to let go and hope it doesn't snap somewhere else and go wildly like Yeah, I think uh I think Windows I think the the, the um the top line of the Asus R the sorry, the, the Verge review says it's time to stop pretending like Windows is the answer. And I agree with that I think and that that uh Linux has been a great solution for me, especially as someone who wasn't a big Linux guy before, never touched it, only maybe like Raspberry Pi shit. So getting into uh, getting into uh, it now, I'm like, I can see what the benefit of this is. And I know this has to be a lot of workarounds with things like Proton and stuff, but it does work and it works very well and it's clearly clearly a good I, solution. I, yeah, I mean, um, I think Windows could be the answer, but it needs Microsoft to put the legwork in. And we've seen that they had that internal hackathon. Yeah. And we spoke about that a couple of weeks ago. It's well worth listening to that episode, I think, if you, you're interested in what Microsoft's kind of been cooking up behind behind the scenes. I think if they can work on something that's kind of a built-in experience where rather than booting into a desktop environment, you can either choose to boot into whatever launcher you want, like you can boot into Steam mm-hmm. if you want, or it boots into their own launcher. I'd love it if it booted up into an Xbox launcher and it looked like I was running in a, on an Xbox interface, but I could boot into Steam games or I could boot into Epic, Epic Game Store games or I could play Game Pass games on there. And then I could go to the desktop mode like I can on the Steam Deck. I think if you, we, if yeah. they could get it to do that and, and get away a lot of the Windows crud and have it be... Because there's a lot of performance losses you get by all of that shit running in the background, right? When you... Because yeah. well, I've had to set up Windows 11. I realized Windows 11 on Steam Deck, when you run it on a USB drive, does not allow you to use virtual memory. So I had to completely wipe it and reinstall Windows 10. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, um, wipe it, reinstall Windows 10. There's so much you have to delete, turn off. If you have Windows 10 Pro, you've got to get rid of Microsoft Teams and turn oh, off the stupid... Yeah. Um, one sync or whatever it's called. That's got to yeah, go. Skype pops up all the fucking time. Yeah, you've got to get rid of the notifications that are coming up. It's just it's oh, not set. Yeah. It's not set up for for gaming out of the box. There's so much legwork you have to do. 
Yeah. Uh, and I, I just feel like maybe the answer for the ROG Ally is SteamOS. And if SteamOS comes out with its launcher, with its installer in a, in a few months' time, well, because I still think 3.5 is, is the install that we get, because 3.4.8's out this week. It feels like we're getting ever closer to 3.5, and it's, yeah, it's, they're it's just running out of numbers. It's like, <laughs> running out of fucking numbers. <laughs> and it's like, it's almost there. But 3.5 uh, is going to be the big release, as you spoke about last week when I was away. Um, I think if that can be, that could potentially be the answer. Maybe you dual boot. The, the thing you lose with it is Game Pass, and that is the one reason I'm running Windows at the moment. Um, is because I want to be able to take advantage of my Game Pass subscription. I'm already paying yeah. for it for Xbox, and I, I'm paying for Ultimate. I want to be able to play some of those games and continue my saves over. So like yeah. a game I've started on Xbox, I can continue playing it on um, Steam Deck while I'm away. When I'm in the house, we've got a question about it later on, I'll remote play, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. Yeah. Another thing, though, for me that's really compelling about the ROG Ally that I would love to see come to a future Steam Steam Deck model revision is the eGPU support. Now, I don't have a PC. I run I run a Mac, and I've been thinking about building a PC, and it gets to the point where I'm just like, if these things are this powerful, then I can run the majority of games I want to run. But if I can shove an eGPU in so the the internal GPU is not being used and all of that power can be sucked up by the CPU, then maybe that's the solution for me. Like I get one of these, I dock but it. Maybe you don't need a PC. And maybe I don't yeah. need a PC. Is that theoretical or is that something that they are touting as a feature? That's something launch? you like can you do it, yeah. The ROG Ally supports e, uh, eGPUs out of the box. It's got a uh, PCIe port on the top. Yeah. I mean, you've already you've got a screen you've already got mouse and keyboard you've already got all of those things if, if you're trying to build a pc and like you say all you need to do is get an egpu attach it in then yeah that might be the solution i think i think this could be the device for you however i do think that a 699 plus a gpu then you're i'm getting up to over a grand a pc yep. exactly exactly and, and i wonder if and I, well, I don't wonder if i know that you could for that price get something that does performance of this much better i, then as I think you for 699 you as... could get better in performance than yeah than well, you can yeah, yeah. You can do, if you just want to do like a 1080p build you'll sort it right as soon as you unplug that and you're back to you're still running windows you're still you'll now not have the benefit of the eGPU. you're going to go which i'll play on my steam deck really even if you do have games pass games because if you have a pc you could be doing it on there if you wanted to but yeah. i know it's not handheld but you know yeah. i think what we what we need and what we what we what we want i think I don't even have to question this. We want a middle ground. We want something that, or what we really want is Microsoft to come in and go, let's bridge the gap for you and let's make something that either the, works with yeah. OS, sorry, works, uh, sorry, it's a, a launcher for um, all of these machines, right? That allows them to run all Windows games, including Games Pass, but functions more like the Steam Deck and has a lot of the Steam Deck features. Or we want Steam to do the other, to go the other way and go have Game Pass games on Steam somehow. I don't know how. Though, that, all I think that's what everyone wants, right? Is Game Pass. Everyone talks yeah. about the uh, the ROG Ally is the Game Pass machine, and I think I think yeah. you're I think you're absolutely on the money there. I think Windows 12, when you activate gaming mode, because there's a mode in Windows 10 and Windows 11 where you can t check gaming mode, and then when it, it will yeah. bring up that really, really annoying Xbox bar that no one likes, mm -hmm. and we just wish it would go I've away. It off, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, you yeah. can uninstall that thing. That's another one of those things you have to uninstall when you install Windows. Because that also uses power. That also takes away... Like, yeah, it's also, just a, yeah it's just a tiny bit of the just performance being sucked up by a bar. Enough. Yeah. Yeah. 
Silly. So I feel like Windows 12, if it has the option to to you select gaming mode and it comes in, you boot up into a separate launcher, then that'd be great. In the same way that the Steam Deck does. Because whenever I go from win, running Windows on the Steam Deck to running Steam OS, and I boot up straight into that interface, into the big the big picture mode now, the new Steam U, Steam Deck UI, I'm like, wow, this is so much, uh, much a nicer experience. It feels like I'm playing something that's native and I'm like playing a console. And that's what people want from these handheld devices. So I think it feels like... The ROG Ally gets so close, and in terms of hardware, it's maybe maybe there, but there's like a few teething problems with the buttons, and it's maybe lacking in, in lacking the touchpads. Which, when I initially got the Steam Deck, I didn't think I was gonna gonna be interested in using, but I, I fell in love with them. I use them all the time, mm-hmm. um, but the software's letting it down, and it's obviously a component that ASUS don't control in the same way that Valve controls the software on on their side, so it's not as cohesive. Yep. Yes, that's the thing. Steam Deck is is on both sides the same team, right? Whereas this is very much, we've taken Windows, we've put it on this thing. Microsoft haven't done anything. We've just got a Windows installation and we've had to make something else that runs on it. But even then, that thing you've made to run on it is still running on Windows. It's still the limitations of Windows. It's still not built for this. And, you know, when you boot the thing up, you're still in Windows 11. You still have to go, cool, let's just hit the start. You can't even just like, uh, you can't just like, windows are typing what you want you know you have to go through the menus because there's i don't know how the keyboards work on this thing either i don't know if it's anything so, like, so um, there's options the in two it, buttons yeah, there's there is options in um windows where if it if you don't have a keyboard attached whenever you tap onto a text field it will automatically bring up the virtual keyboard it essentially okay. runs in tablet mode and so i imagine asus has has enabled that by default um, but you yeah, can also yeah. add a little keyboard button down into the start bar. When you click that, it'll bring up the, the on-screen keyboard. Um, if you're running Windows on Steam Deck, download Steam Deck Tools, Google that. There's a GitHub page um, and install that. And it will bring back all of the shortcuts you know and love from Steam OS and put them on Windows. So you can hold down the Steam button and press X and it'll bring up that keyboard and that virtual keyboard. You obviously, uh, and it looks like Asus has their own solution in the control center that you'll be able to click the control center. I think there's a button that brings up the control center and then you can click the keyboard button. But it's not as elegant a solution as the the Steam Deck, I don't think. The Steam Deck is, is hardware and software synergizing in a way that I don't think a device has been able to do, like, because it's not, because they're sort of someone makes one thing, someone makes the other thing. Steam Deck has that synergy, and I think these new yeah, systems I think... need to either get on board with Steam, or they need to start uh, sorry Steam OS, or they need to start working on that synergy that's missing. And I think Microsoft needs to step in and go, "All right, fine, we've heard the demand, let's do it." Um, it's, yeah. just, it's just whether that whether they make whether that's a financial bone. Benefit. I think it is if they make their own own one of these handhelds. If they make an Xbox branded one that's running Windows, but then at that point do they just make it run the Xbox operating system which essentially is based on Windows anyway? Yeah. I don't know. I think it's probably no, more beneficial that, to them to make the the Windows style one and like maybe brand it as yeah. a Surface, as Surface Gaming or something. I, the only thing I'd hate about that is that we lose the freedom of that being on other things you have to if you want that experience you have to buy the xbox one and i think then microsoft i have no incentive to do it for anyone else and then we're just stuck we have to have steam os or you have to have that xbox one because otherwise you just have to have these windows ones um and there's not it's not like there's another option it's not like there's a third secret third option or they can make their own os because windows is windows for a reason you know the number one for a reason because it's 
fucking everywhere. It's had years of development and it just runs on everything. Um, and yeah, oh yeah, like you can you can run Windows there. even before you install the Linux drivers or the the drivers for the Steam Deck. The fact that it can boot and and run and and it just Windows knows what to do on something that's completely alien yep. to it that's never seen before is really yep. really impressive. It really is the doom of uh, operating systems, isn't it? Or just but, I, but anything. I feel like Linux is there too. You know, I think SteamOS is going to be capable of running on anything. It's based on Arch Linux, and uh, and I yeah, I, I I I don't know. I think there's pros and cons to both. I think Linux is mm-hmm. trying to be. Uh, Linux gives you like different flavors of everything, right? So you can have a, a flavor for for gaming, like SteamOS, if you want. You can have a general purpose mm-hmm. one, like Ubuntu, if you want to. You can have something that's designed to run in the cloud as an operating system, which might be Ubuntu, it might be like Debian. Um, and Windows is kind of just like we've got Windows, and you pick what you want to do with it. You can have it as like your mm-hmm. productivity machine, or you can play video games on it but there's no even if you select a gaming mode when you you kind of do the install you still get all the other crud that comes with it it will still install oh, microsoft yeah, paint and it will still install microsoft teams even if you don't care about any of that stuff do you just call, it's called microsoft paint crud yeah i don't want that on my machine what am i what am i doing with microsoft paint when all i want to do it's download. You're drawing loads of squiggly lines and you're filling in the gaps in different colours, Steve. All right? All I want to do is download like Forza on Game Pass and yep. play that on my handheld. I don't yep. I don't want to do any of that stuff. And it should be easier for me to do it. And it seems like it should be. that is really the 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 block that, that devices like the ROG Ally are gonna be missing. And I think if we can get one of these devices running SteamOS, maybe that's when um, it becomes appealing to me, but at the moment, I think it's probably going to be a. I'll, I'll pass on that because the Steam Deck still. It's the, the yeah. Steam Deck's powerful enough for me at the moment. I'm not. I'm ne- oh, yeah. I've never felt like, apart from The Last of Us, which is still a disaster, mm-hmm. by the way, and is still a disaster on the ROG Ally by the sounds of it. Uh, apart from that game, I've not once been. I've not once found a game where I'm just like, you know what, this doesn't run, and I want to play this game, and I can't. Yeah, I feel like. Just to cap my thoughts on this, I'm probably just reiterating what I said earlier, to be honest, but I feel like this is a great first look into what other non-Steam Deck devices that are trying to do exactly what Steam Deck did. This isn't a streaming thing. This isn't like a a cloud device like the other ones have been. This is the first like real affordable Steam Deck competitor. And I think that because it's a first go, it's it's only for people that are like the pro- proper early adopters of of technology, right? Whereas we were early adopters of the Steam Deck. People that want to be early adopters of these Windows devices, uh, in the sort of more affordable, not the thousand pound um, Ioneos and things like that. This is this is the the device to to go to. But I am excited for what this means. I'm excited for the potential of what this does, not what the pro- the product is right now. Um, yeah, this makes me really excited, not, not only for other Z1 devices, but for what Valve can do for their next Steam Deck. Uh, because, you know, get a chip mm-hmm. with RDNA 3 in there, add an mm-hmm. eGPU slot so we can we can use this as a desktop device if we want to, and that dock can actually do something meaningful rather than it just be plugging into a USB port. I think stuff like that, it's things I hope they're keeping an eye on and looking at, and I, I think they are. They seem to be really kind of 
on the pulse when it comes to the things they're adding into the software. And we've got that obviously that upcoming hardware revision with the new um, the new cooling system in inside the device, which seems to be um, seems to be real and is coming. We've seen more and more of those leaking out. Um, we don't know what effect that has yet, but it really feels like they're listening to the complaints people have had about the Steam Deck and they've, they've worked to improve them, that we've seen things like the buttons being changed, like the, the Steam button and the quick access button. They were changed because they felt mushy in the initial first batch. I've mm-hmm. got one of the mushy ones. My dad's got one where it feels a little bit more clicky. Things like that have been improved in the same way that they improved the fan noise and things like that. So I do think they are listening and, and hopefully that they can they can kind of continue to do that for the next version of the Steam Deck, which I think will be slimmed down well, and and probably a little bit more powerful. Another issue to just to hop back and take that cap I put on a second ago off. Um what you said there about Steam listing, Steam changing things, even with software, like, oh yeah, we quickly changed it, blah blah blah. That's not as easy on Windows. Because you're waiting for It's like annualized releases at this point. So a Windows yeah. update Yeah, a Windows update comes out and it could break everything, it could change anything. You could update Windows and suddenly nothing works. And there's not that granular control that Steam has with Steam OS. You know, you have to if you have Windows you have Windows. They'd have to make like a, a Windows version specifically for that. Like Windows 8 was Windows for everything. It was Windows for tablets. It was Windows for PCs. It was Windows for literally everything. And, and I still feel like Windows, where they have dropped off some of that tablet support, they don't need phones anymore. They don't need touchscreen support as much anymore. And they've really gone back to what Windows is known for. I feel like they've now streamlined that back and really stuck to, this is what we do. It's not, it's not as chop and changeable. It's not as, um, you know, it's not like Steam OS in that you can just quickly go, cool, here's a quick patch for this one thing that doesn't work. You know, Windows is just Windows then. Um, which is a shame. Well, let's talk uh, about Windows on, on Steam. Before we do that, I just want to thank our Patreon producers for the month of May. They are Arnold J. Rimmer, Christopher Valenz, Earth, Visit- Earth Visitor, Gabriel Hassamaya, a.k.a. Sobi, Snacky Goat, Ty the Dude, and Wakahula. Thank you all so much for supporting us. And everyone that supports us over at patreon.com slash flipscreengames. That's where you can go get early access to all of our shows. When Pete's here, when I'm editing them and doing it all, they will not go up early. Uh, and you can come join our Discord, get a, a core badge, join in the secret, s- secret, super duper secret chat with, with us. Come and speak to Max now that he's over there, and you can at him and and tell him that he's um he's wrong. Just tell him that he's wrong. Don't, don't have to be about very, doesn't have to be about anything. Just tell him that he's wrong. Um, I think that'll be a good time. Um, if you want to find us anywhere else oh, on the web, head over to flipscreen.games. Um, yeah, I think that's I think that's everything. Yeah. I'm really, I really started to panic when you got to the end of the housekeeping that you were going to defer to me like I do to you, and I was about to just be like, uh, no, uh, uh, I wouldn't do that. You. you just, you just handle it. You just handle. I it. wouldn't throw you in the deep end like that. So I want Thank to talk. You. I want to talk a little bit about Windows on Steam Deck. So the last time I spoke Love to too. you, Max, I just installed Windows on my Steam Deck. I had that tiny mm-hmm. little USB drive, and I bought that weird, which little, is very clever. You had your, cable. Yeah, your octopus cable. Yeah, really great setup. The issue I had was I was running Windows 11, which, by the way, Windows 11, real treat. Adds a lot of things in in terms of touch support. You can increase the scaling. You can make the the size of the start bar bigger so you can actually touch things with your finger. There's that option I spoke about. If you go into the keyboard settings, that if you don't have a keyboard attached, it will automatically bring up the on-screen keyboard so you can, like, type on it, and it looks really nice. 
The big issue I had was if you're running a Windows to go install, and maybe someone listening will be able to help me with this and correct me, um, it does not support virtual memory. It would not write a it would not write a page file at all to any I tried everything. I I tried building the drive with a virtual hard drive. I tried building the drive with Rufus or Win to, Win to USB. I tried everything. I'd reinstalled Windows 11 like four times. I tried putting the page file on an external on a separate partition. I tried it on the internal partition that Windows was installed on. I tried everything. It would not write this page file. The virtual memory available was zero. So every time I would try and run certain games, they would crash. They'd run out of memory. There would not be there'd be none left yeah. because it would use the 16 gigabytes and it's like I need to put this somewhere because I still need this and usually Windows will put that in virtual memory, which is their page file. Except that didn't exist because Windows 11 on USB drives doesn't support it and I cannot find out why. Is it just on USB drives, so a full installation of Windows would work? As far as I'm aware, a full installation of Windows on the internal drive will work, Mm -hmm. but a a Windows-to-go installation will not create the page file, and I think this is a bug in Windows. That explains why, because every time I've seen people use Windows, I've seen it before, it's usually like, runs fine, uh, batch life isn't great, but it runs fine. I've never heard of issues like that before, so I, I... was confused about why you were having those issues, but yeah, if you're just running it off the USB, which which is how you want to run it, because because that's the easiest way to do it is plug it in, plug it out. You don't have to mess around with SD cards. Like you, you found a really easy way to do it. It's just a shame that Windows 11 doesn't want to play ball, and it could be something that that it, it that comes in. But I also wonder, you know, if it's something that's important enough for them to change. I I think it's going to be important enough for them to change. But Windows to go is not officially supported anymore, I don't think. And so I think that's probably why. Um, um, it was always only meant to be an yeah, enterprise-level well, yeah, well. feature, and Rufus kind of worked around it and would enable you to install Windows on these USB drives. I think the solution for me is going to be when when SteamOS's installer comes out and we can do the dual boot, I think I'm probably going to dual boot Windows, and I'm going to upgrade my internal drive to a one terabyte or two terabyte drive so I can have one partition for uh, Windows and one partition for um, for SteamOS, and I can install all of mm-hmm. my um, Game Pass games on the Windows side, and I can plug in my little USB drive and install games to that if I want to, and that can be kind of my, my way I can share files between the two partitions. Um, I think that's probably going to be the solution for me. For now, though, I've installed Windows 10. Now, Windows 10 with a Windows to go install built by Rufus, zero issues, no issues. Page file works Plug just it in, fine. Works. Uh, I've got it. I've got Windows automatically managing the page file, no problem. I set a manual size for the page file because I was messing around with uh, Ryujinx and it it for reasons. I was messing around with Ryujinx um, and it needed a like uh, specific size uh, page file, which I think was double the RAM that was in the device. So it needed a 30, 32 gigabyte uh, page file. I could set that. Mm-hmm. It wrote the page file, no problem. Um, so Windows 10 seems to be fine. It's just a bit ugly. It's it's clunky. It's hot. It feels outdated. The virtual keyboard's not very nice. The touch support's not great. And it's ugly. It's hideous. I can get past that. And that's that, just though. Windows 10, right? That's yeah. just Windows 10 you're just saying. Windows that's right. Windows 11, you said you could change things. and Yeah, yeah. Windows, Windows 11, well, like now, beautiful, absolutely beautiful device. Mm. Uh, OS, I, I could I, easily I, run that. I 
when I'm supporting Windows 10, I'm like, oh, what am I using here? Like, I'm using like a really old OS, and I click on it, and I'm like, oh, no, it's just 10, because I'm always on the lookout for Windows 7. I can see Windows 7 like, like a hawk. But sometimes I'll be in Windows 10 and be like, oh, I don't remember this looking like... I remember I'll this being slick, and now I've used Windows yeah. 11. Now Windows 11 is slick, and I wonder if when Windows 12 comes out next year, two years, whenever that is, because I know they're going to start doing annualised releases. I think 12 is going to be eleven. My guess is 12 this oh, you year. think? Yeah. I think they're going to go to the annualised okay. releases in the same way that Android's on an annualised release, iOS is, Mac OS is. I think they just go with that and just yeah, do the numbers. Yeah, I agree. Um, but I, uh, yeah, I, Windows 10 works fine. I've been playing Dishonored through Game Pass. Uh, Forza Horizon 5, I got it installed. It ran. It went through the benchmarking, which was further than I ever got on Windows 11 because it ran out of memory and it gave me an issue that there was not enough memory. And I was like, why? Because it should have a page file. Page file wasn't there. Uh, then I couldn't get Forza Horizon 5 to boot again. It would never get past the the launch screen, the launch window. And I could not for the life of me figure it out and it was taking up 120 gigabytes on my drive. So I deleted it and I was like, sod this, I'll play something else. So I downloaded a bunch of other games. I've been playing Dishonored. Oh, I hope this um, has a good ending. Coffee Talk episode two. All runs fine. All runs great. Really, really great. Oh, so you experience. never got Forza to work? No, nope, never got Forza to work. Horizon 5 could Damn, not get really... to work. I thought you were coming in here. You want to come in here and with like a, a big like... I did it, it's great, you should do it. Like, Are you saying that it's not worth doing because all of the games that you're talking about probably work just fine on the, on the Steam Deck in SteamOS? They, right? they will work fine on SteamOS, but I think it is worth doing if if Game Pass is your thing. Or if the games... Well, if Forza you... Horizon doesn't work. Well, Forza Horizon doesn't work, but Halo does and Dishonored does okay, and, right, and you know all of those games do. There are a lot of omissions that I've noticed from PC Game Pass that are on Xbox Game Pass, though. None of the Persona games are on PC Game Pass, and it's really strange that they're not. Um, Hitman, Hitman's not on PC Game Pass. In fact, Hitman, which I own, it's not even on the Windows Store. It's on the Xbox Store, so I bought it on Xbox, but it's not one of the games that I can install. There's only two games I own on Xbox, and I own a bunch of games on Xbox. One of them's Astro Near, and, another, and there's another game that I can install through Windows, through the, the, the cross-buy um, thing. Right, okay. Oh, it's, yeah, yeah. But Play Anywhere. Yeah, play anywhere. There's only two play anywhere was... games I've got that I own. That, really? That, uh, the... Oh, I guess you use Game Pass. Yeah, I use yeah. Game Pass a lot. So um, a lot of those games will come over. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's it's an okay. A PC Game Pass is okay. I I for me don't mm-hmm. think it's necessarily worth the hassle because I own an Xbox and I can just play them on Xbox anyway, and I can remote play yeah. them to to my um to my Steam Deck if I want to. Um, but I do think it's worth it if you play something like Genshin Impact, where on the the Linux side, you'd need to bypass the anti-cheat. The same with uh, Destiny 2. If those are your games that you're playing and they don't run on SteamOS, then yeah, by all means, install Windows 10. It's an easy, exp- an easy thing to do. Download Rufus and it will walk you through the process. It'll even download the ISO for you. You just install it. And then you're in Windows, and you can just shove it on your USB drive and, and plug it in. Um, there, are, there are just obviously those those the the biggest caveat is don't use Windows 11 at the moment. It does not yeah. it does yeah. not support virtual memory. Well, unless you're installing it to your um, internal drive, right? Unless you're like unless you're like I haven't like, tried that but... yet, so I I can't confirm, okay. um, and I have no plans okay. to try that until I can dual boot because I'm not yeah. wiping my um, SteamOS install. Yeah, I don't. I don't blame you at all. Yeah. 
I mean, that, it's, it's good that you did the experiment, and I think I do think sadly you have put me off following your because I was going to follow what you did, right? I was going to do it, and I would have probably had the same sort of issues you had, and then maybe would have just given up entirely. Um, Try Windows Ten. What you've said. If you if you use, I know you use Windows Eleven, but I think if you if you're interested in Game Pass or there's other games you want to want to try, give it a give it a try. Try it on a USB drive. Mm-hmm. They're like twenty five quid. It's it's worth it. Um, and it's it's a fun experiment to see how Windows runs. Uh, but yeah, there is like some some setup that's required. It, it will probably take you a couple of hours to get want, Windows done. Uh, I don't don't want to do all this setup. Yeah, I want to do it. No, it sounds good. I think, I think it's a it's a it's a thing for maybe when it's better and when when maybe there are some changes to happen and maybe some of the things do. Work. I don't know. For me now, I, don't, I think a lot of the stuff I want to do on the Steam Deck, I can just do on the Steam Deck. I can install things through bottles or uh, is that the right thing? <laughs> or I can just like yeah, bottles or Lutris manually, like, or, using, yeah, or even stuff. just using Proton to run launchers yeah. and stuff. That works fine. Um, yeah, I mean that's how so... I was playing Diablo uh, Diablo Four, yes. the beta, open beta, yes. and and I think that's probably how I'll continue to play Diablo Four rather than um, playing it through Windows. But I but I will see how Windows runs as well because I kind of want to see is the performance better over there. Um, yes, I might as well yeah. give it a go. Did you notice any reduced battery life uh, in Windows? Um, no, I don't think so. I did no. miss a lot of the. The options, like I, the, it's not easy to mm-hmm. set the um, refresh rate of the screen. Steam tools will let you Onto change. The menu, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, Steam, Steam tools, which sits down in the little tray, will let you change a bunch of things. Um, so you can change the TDP, you can change the fan speed, so you can set it to either the one that's set by the BIOS or the, the one that SteamOS uses. Um, you can do... Uh, you can change the GPU clock speed, all of those things that you can do. You can't, um, you can't set the refresh rate of the screen, so you can't set it to like forty hertz, um, which is a real shame. There is a way to do it; it's just a pain in the ass through Windows. So I've never bothered to do it. I just run the game at thirty FPS instead of forty. Yeah. Uh, so let's round okay. out the yeah. the show with a question from the question block, which is loosely related, and it's from Team Linux one over on the Discord, and they said, "Do you use Remote Play very often? And have you checked out Sunshine slash Moonlight for game streaming?" Um, I really do like using Linux, along with newer tech it's bringing, such as Wayland and Pipewire. I really don't like when where Windows is going, and never really enjoyed the way they handled it, anyways. Um, yeah, I think we kind of we kind of agree. We like the way the, the where Linux is going, where SteamOS is going. Um, I use Remote Play all the time, but I don't use Remote Steam's Remote Play, um, Steam Link, and I don't use Sunshine or Moonlight. I don't have an NVIDIA card, so I can't use Moonlight, uh, and I don't really have a PC anyway. Um, but I use Remote Play from my Xbox and my PS5 all the time so i'll play hitman 3 i've got it on my xbox i'll play hitman freelancer pretty regularly streaming from my xbox to my um to my steam deck through green light uh and i'll use um i'll use my ps5 when i'm playing a game over there as well um and i'll use chiaki for that and there's a couple of videos over on our channel if you if you want to know how to set that up on on steam deck what about you max do you use any any remote play stuff to your steam deck no, no I, I I keep meaning to, because um, every time I like boot on my computer, on my computer, and my Steam Deck's there, it's like you can stream to Steam Deck. I'm like, oh yeah, I forget I can do that. 
But I also don't know how much benefit that would give me, considering I could then just play the game on my PC, on my TV. Uh, maybe when I'm in a situation where everything I own isn't in this one room, and when I am in the sort of the place I'm going to be moving into, and I've got TV here, um, you know, PC in one room, another TV somewhere else, blah, 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 that I'll probably have more need to be more flexible in that way. And I feel like, you know, okay, I want to play these PC games, but I'm downstairs with my girlfriend and we're um, we're hanging out, but, you know, maybe she's playing on her Switch or we're just sort of watching something. I want to play some stuff in the background. You know how you do. Um, that I'd be like, okay, maybe I'll actually take advantage of the, the improved power of the uh, the PC streaming, you know, and I'm pretty sure you can you can stream more than just stuff from Steam. You can just stream. There's a, a I wish it was a plugin uh, where you can stream just from the PC. So I think there's some other games. You know, maybe you don't have to worry too much about. Um, you don't have to worry too much about things not working on the Steam Deck because you can just stream it. But yeah, I don't really yeah. my consoles to it. Mo- um, Moonlight's fantastic. Um, from from what I've heard, it's uh, really low latency. But you have to have an Nvidia machine that supports game stream. Um and the, they they re- essentially it's an open source implementation of what the Nvidia Shield used um to stream uh-huh. from PCs to the Nvidia Shield. So you can you can just boot up Steam. You can you can see your whole um desktop interface if you want to, and you can just uh, stream it to to your uh, Steam Deck. And Sunshine, I believe, is the way you can set up your own server, and then you can use it outside okay. of your house if you want to. So it essentially okay, will clever. run like, uh, what's that, NVIDIA GeForce Now. You can essentially yeah, run your yeah. own version of that if you want to. That's good, because you can use your own processing power. You don't have to wait and things like that. Um, yeah, I, I I think that right now I don't have any use case for streaming, but I can see that changing in a few months' time. Uh, where I think I'm it depends so on, on what you plan, doesn't it, right? Yeah, that's true, because you might be just playing an indie game that you don't need the extra power, but then mm-hmm. if I'm playing The Last of Us, for example, and, I, and I'm like... Oh, I've got to go downstairs, or sorry, I want to go downstairs and spend some time with my girlfriend. Not have to, um, but I want to keep playing this game. Oh, now I've got to pick up, I've got to open the Steam Deck version versus oh, I can stream it from my PC and have a better experience if the internet's good enough. Which I, you know, who knows? Um, yeah, I think it's a nice concept. I just think I don't have an ease for it right now. Um, so yes, <laughs> fair enough. Thank you, everyone um, who wrote in uh, this week. And sorry we didn't answer your question, um, Shifty Foo. I know you said it was a it was a bit of a, a joke anyway for, for Sh- that. Shitty Shitty Foo. <laughs> um, so the yeah, thank, thanks everyone for for writing in. Um, and you, if you want to ask a, a question, you can do that over on our Discord. Find our links over on flipscreen.games. That's our website. Or you can write in at questions at flipscreen.games, and we'll include them on next week's show. Max, anything else from you before we wrap out this week's show? I think we covered everything. Right? Um, I think, yeah, statement, things have happened. We didn't we dunk on Pete enough. Pete I think that was the week. problem. No, yeah, like, yeah, I think, you know, some shows this week we've done, we've really gone in on Pete, and I think maybe we've... I forgot he existed, really, uh, during this show, so that's probably why it is. There we go, one final dunk on him. He, he deserves it. <laughs> Fair enough. Thanks, you all. Thanks for listening, and we shall see you on the next one. Bye for now. Bye, everyone.